Hello, everybody. My name is Juan Carlos, and welcome to OCR, an edited where we highlight amazing coaches, athletes, and everyday people from the OCR and trail communities for fun, unscripted, and unedited conversations. Um, today, I have the pleasure uh, of speaking with now. Is it Naomi or Naomi? Naomi. Huh? Naomi. Naomi. So, okay. So there's an E in there. Silent. A silent E. Okay. <laughs> I just didn't know how to pronounce it because um, my mom's name is Naomi or Noemi. Okay. And so I thought it was pronounced the same, but then I saw the O in there. It's like, oh, wait, there's an A as well. Yeah, oh. you'd be amazed with how many different people like pronounce it. It's You get all sorts. I've even been called Manny before. Mommy? Manny. <laughs> oh, Manny. I thought you said Mommy. Well, what? No, no, Manny. <laughs> so it's... Naomi Mitchell OCR. Well, Mitchell. Yeah. Not OCR. That's just what you do. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's your profession. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I am great. How is it? I know you'd mentioned this before, but what's the what's the weather like right now over there? We're currently going through a storm at the minute. Uh, we've got really high winds. Uh, part of the UK has been hit with snow. Um, we've had winds up to 100 miles per hour, uh, which has caused some destruction across the UK. So hopefully the power in the internet stays on for the duration of this. <laughs> I'm going to ask you quick questions. You have to answer them really fast. <laughs> yeah, just in case. So we don't freeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you do, I'll just fill in the gap until you come back. Yeah, that's fine. Please come back. <laughs> I will come back. <laughs> um, okay, so it is truly a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for making time to speak with me. Let's get started. Now, I'm going to ask you, the first question that I ask everybody is, who are you? <laughs> Tell us who is Naomi. Is it? Okay. Say your no, name once um, again. because Naomi. Naomi. Okay. Yeah. Naomi, I'm 27 and I am actually a mum of twin boys who are nine years old nice. um, and just love OCR. <laughs> <laughs> what more? Love to train, love to do OCR, just yeah, have fun. And now what was your sport growing up? Uh, funny enough, I wasn't actually into sports as a kid. Um, I was more into drawing um, and creating stuff rather than sports. So, yeah, it's a, a bit of a surprise that it kind of changed. Oh, wow. And uh, OK, so how did you get into sports or is OCR the first sport that you've gotten into? Um, so OCR is actually the first sport that I have um, really enjoyed doing. Um, the, my family does have a, a sporting background. My dad, was a, he's an ex-bodybuilder. Um, and my mum also used to do a lot of um, training as well. Um, however, for me, I didn't start enjoying sports actually until after I had my twins, um, oh, wow. which would have been 2012. Yeah. So there's... Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So... Now, OCR, your mm -hmm. first sport, I yep. take it you love it a lot because you have it. Absolutely after. love it. <laughs> so even your Instagram handle after your name, Mitchell, it says OCR. So you can, I guess from that, you can tell that you really like OCR. Yeah, it's definitely a big part of my life. Okay, so how did you discover OCR? 
Um, so I started um, doing a boot camp um, called military fitness training in Aberdeen, yeah. Scotland. Um, and they were all speaking about this event they do yearly called Tough Mudder. And I thought, what, what is this? This sounds, sounds fun. Oh, it's got I, mud. I see the, the yes. shirt the jerseys <laughs> in the background. So, um, yeah, so they, they says to me, this is all, would you be interested in coming and doing a Tough Mudder for us? And I says, yeah, why not? Um, sounds great. At this point, I hadn't actually researched into what Tough Mudder was. I just thought, oh, it's probably a day out somewhere. Didn't know there was obstacles. Didn't know there was mud. Didn't know there was that amount of running. And obviously I agreed to it. Um, ah. And I signed up and I went there and you know something, I absolutely loved it. Um, I had no idea what I'd let myself in for. I actually gave myself um, four hernias on that course. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> how? I don't know, but we came away with four hernias. Um, and I just loved the atmosphere. I loved the community, um, how everyone was so friendly on course, nobody judged you. Um, and regardless what fitness level you were at, you all yourself. Um, and that's what I just absolutely loved about it. That it was a challenge, but yeah. a fun challenge. I can see that a fun challenge. Yeah. And uh, what was your takeaway from that for hernias? <laughs> four hernias and I was very tired and sore for about four days so when you finished did you register for your next one right away I did actually uh, yeah that's what we I all did. did I guess yes I did um and then between that I kind of did a couple of local ones um in Aberdeen uh there was Glack Attack and like the Bankery Beast more just little, little local ones um and that's how I, I really started um in 2015, I actually took a three-year break uh, from OCR and training, um, got myself into a bit of issues, as in like mental health kind of kicked in, etc. Um, and I eventually got diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, which was a huge shock to me. Um, and I knew that I had to sort myself out. I had yeah. to get back to doing something that I loved because if I didn't, I was just going to dwell on it. And at that point, I refused to let that diagnosis like be me. Like I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going to have this held against my head. I'm going to do everything I can yeah. to fight this and change my life around. So um I ended up I gained five and a half stone during that time um and I was like no like we we need to get sorted this I'm not doing myself any good I was feeling depressed all the time and so um I got myself back into the gym I went and I said to myself right now we are going to sign up for two events for the year I ended up signing up for six wow um, yeah and good uh, for you. Good I for thought you. right that's it so trained hard and um, just kind of done that events for fun just to get back into it again um, eventually lost all the weight that I'd put on and in 2019 was the year that I was like right I want to see how far I can go in yeah. competitive rather than doing it for fun I want to see like where I'm at yeah um so I did McTuff 
which is an extremely cold event in January. Um, freezing cold weather, water. It, it's a good event, but it's you're questioning your life choices during that event. But it's so rewarding at the end. Um, and just after that event, I was like, right, the next one is going to be the ones that we're going to try and qualify for the world championships. So that was my goal. I wanted to qualify for the 2019 world championships. I just missed out on the qualifying spots. Um, and I had one opportunity left, which was the beach ballistic um, 16K course. Um, and you had to come, I think if, if I'm correct, it was top 10 females overall. Okay. And by this point, I... I did start doubting myself. I thought, you know what? It's not going to happen this year. Like, it's not looking good. You, you've not done it so far. This is August. We now have, we've got two months to the World Championships now. Yeah. Um, and I went out on that course and I thought, nope, I've not done it. I've not done it. So I kind of just took the pressure off myself and went, you know what? You haven't made the, the qualifications for this year, but never mind. Go out and have fun um little did I know when I crossed the line I actually came in at sixth female um and I had qualified um that point I just I broke down I absolutely broke down because I didn't think it was going to be possible <sighs> that's and there awesome we go. so it was I was really chuffed so we um it was literally it was the September actually it was September the 9th 2019 I ended up being in a car crash and I thought, no, I've worked so hard to get there. Um, and now this car crash has happened. It was totally, it couldn't have, it wasn't, it wasn't my fault. Let's put it that way. Um, a guy went well, that's in good. the back of me <laughs> and um, it actually resulted in a fractured collarbone. And I thought, no. So um, I thought, I'm not going to let this stop me. And I went out onto the uh, the championship course with a fractured collarbone. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, um, you know yeah. what? So when the car hit you, I mean, thank God you're here, you're well, thank God. <laughs> but when the car hit you and you were in that accident, were the first words out of your mouth? But oh no, I don't think I can race again. <laughs> first words were. Oh no, but I'm racing next month. Oh my God, I'm a qualifier. What the? Yeah, because I'd worked so hard and I, and I did suffer from some comments from people saying, you're not going to get there. You're not good enough yet. And I was so determined to prove them wrong. And I'd done it. And now this car crash is uh, potentially would, stopped me. You would think the first words out of your mouth would be, oh my God, am I okay? Oh my God, thank no. you so much, God, for saving my life. No, oh my God, the qualifier. Oh, damn. <laughs> and funny enough, the car crash actually happened on my way back from some um, OCR um, training, which was three and a half hours away from home. So I was three and a half hours away from home, just finished a great training session, preparing for the worlds, and so the car crash happened. You, you're thinking so much about OCR training you know you need to concentrate on the road yeah well yeah got a bit distracted <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is i'm glad you're good i mean it's a funny story but i'm glad you're safe and you're good yeah so, okay <laughs> let's go back to now 
your first OCR race. Mm -hmm. Okay. So tell me, um, what was it like? What was that? What was it like your first experience, you know, that first taste of getting out there and doing an OCR race, mm -hmm. your thoughts, and then how did you feel afterwards? So I remember turning up to the site and I was shaking with nerves. Now I was that newbie to OCR that thought, oh, we need to really carb load and lots of pasta. <laughs> and uh, it turned up with the, the knee supports, like the padded knee supports in case it hurt my knees. Like <laughs> what a state. <laughs> but um, I remember that start line, I was shaking with like adrenaline and excitement, but the nerves as well. And we had a really good team behind us. We had, I think there was about, there was about 15 of us um, that decided to go out. Okay. Um, and yeah, it, the first, I'd say the first three miles was okay. Uh, bear in mind, I hadn't trained too much. And as it went on, the, it was very muddy. The course was so muddy to the point you, you just couldn't run straight. Your, your feet were sliding to the side constantly. Yeah. And this is when the course was, what, 12 miles? Because it's been cut now, if I'm correct, hasn't it? The distance. That's right. It has. Yeah. So uh, 12 miles of running sideways started taking its toll and the hip flexors became quite sore, um, but still loved every minute. Um, also, I was very impressed myself. Now, I'm only little. I'm only five foot one. And I managed to take out this six foot two guy by running down a hill, not being able to stop. And I just took him out by his ankles. And this poor guy was not happy, but I couldn't help but laugh. Well, who would? <laughs> Here's me, little tiny person, this really tall guy, and he's on his bum on the floor thinking, what has just happened here? You've just totally wiped me out. So Do you remember the look he gave you? He actually told me, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> he wasn't happy. He, he was not happy. <laughs> but hey. Okay, go on. Um, and then, um, yeah, I did. I, I laughed quite a bit, of course, after that. I was giggling away to myself. But um, the the obstacles were, were great fun. I loved it. Like the high walls, I hadn't seen a high wall before and I thought oh this is brilliant and we were all working as a team and all having a laugh um but I won't lie towards the end I actually had to get a piggyback from one of the guys in our team because my hip flexors were just killing me yeah um and then the is it electric uh, what's the electric one called again electric shock therapy that's right that's interesting. Yes, it is. I didn't realize that a little wire could put you to the ground so quickly. Or make you jump. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of our teammates actually uh, burnt her head. Oh. Burnt her head with it with the with the shock. Um a duel, yeah, lawsuit there. Wow. <laughs> you got evidence. He found it quite funny, I think. But no, okay, she well. burnt her head with it. <laughs> um, but no, the I absolutely loved it. I remember when I crossed the line, they handed me the beer. Now, I was trying to be serious and I hadn't had a drink in five months before training for this tough mother. Yeah. Um, I had that and it was the best beer I've ever had in my life just because it, it was so refreshing <laughs> after <laughs> what is. we just done. But I'm telling you, it went straight to my head. 
I remember those days where I would finish, yeah. even even doing Tough Mudders here in Canada, um, and I would finish and get a beer, and it was nice and refreshing. But those days yeah. I wasn't competitive, and it was good. Yeah. I haven't had yeah. a beer in a while ever since I've gone competitive. So, uh, you know, and it's when you I, have the after party as well, which was even better. Uh, yeah, you want to describe the taste to us? <laughs> oh God! I'm it was kidding. Actually, I remember it being really cold <laughs> and sweet, and I was like, "Oh, this is the life." And that's probably what made me do OCR. I'm joking. <laughs> You'd be amazed how many people actually go do OCR just because of the beer at the end. Well, I haven't had a drink now in a very long time. I think it's about two years now. Yeah, time yeah, to go back. So I'm, I'm happy enough. I don't get the free drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't get the craving for it no <laughs> yeah um so now you crossed the line what were your mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings i can't believe i've just done this yep and i love it and i need to sign up for my next one you know what's funny what you just said it's everybody's everybody thought the same thing and everybody mm-hmm. thought you know thought, thought the same thing when they've crossed the finish line i can't believe you just did that that yeah. was so hard i can't believe i just did that yeah and now you're exactly what my thoughts were I thought I can't believe I finished this because when the hip flexors really started acting up I thought I'm not going to be able to finish this but you did it but we did it yeah and we did it as a team which was even better how long as a team and that was it how long till you registered for your next one was it hours was it a day it was it was when you got the link through the day after with the <laughs> yeah for the following year yeah that's when um i signed up so the next day <laughs> that is awesome it's amazing how it doesn't matter what part of the world you're in mm-hmm. we all did the same thing we said the same thing you know and then when we finished the finish line, when, when we crossed the finish line, we would say the same thing. It's like, I can't, that was so hard. I can't believe it just did that. And then all of a sudden we're registering, if not that same day or the next day, exactly. we're registering for the next one. Doesn't matter what yeah. OCR race it is. Everybody's no. doing the same thing. Always. That is awesome. That is truly awesome. So what? Okay. You know what? Let me change this around since we're still here fresh, you know, you starting an OCR and now you're excited. You just registered for your next one. Tell me what, what is it about OCR that you love? It's the, the uh, community and the atmosphere. Yeah. It's nobody seems to judge anyone, which I love. I absolutely love how there is no judgments there. Everyone's there to have a good time. Everyone's so supportive encouraging and it doesn't matter what fitness level you're at just seeing the joy from people crossing the finishing line thinking that they weren't going to be able to do it was just amazing that to me is everything is definitely the atmosphere in the community at OCR the OCR community worldwide is a beautiful thing just how we all come together it doesn't matter what language we all come together we all support we lift yeah and it's just truly beautiful yeah. It really is. It, it's a great community to be in. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is your favorite obstacle or obstacles? Is in Tough Mudder or? It doesn't matter. Uh, Tough Mudder, Spartan, Viking, doesn't matter. Oh. oh, there's so many to choose from. Give me two. Two. 
So I would have to pick, I do like a rope climb. Okay, that's one. I really do like a rope climb. And people are going to think I'm mad, but I actually like spear throw as well. Although I'm not always great at hitting it, but I like it. <laughs> hey, listen, that's not mad. I've, I've heard worse. I've heard worse. So that's oh, no. good. Spear throw, it's great. I, I like, like it when Johnny's. I get it. Yeah, exactly. I love it when I hit it. When I don't, I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Oh, my God. I don't ever want to see this again. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what obstacle, two of them, that you dislike? Oh, um, Gibbons. Oh, you okay? A lot of people do. For sure. <laughs> Um, and oh, second one for not liking I would have to say Stairway to Heaven I have issues with having short arms making the making the, the yeah across i if there's no pole there which now they've taken the pole away in the middle that's right my little arms don't reach use those little legs <laughs> it's okay so let's see we'll see what happens so yeah, I, I can never get across it and it drives me nuts I, but i, I will I, I get across you. it I hear you. And especially when you're short and you're going up that distance and you have the hero, the, the here, the fear of height, that really thing. plays a real, that can be so detrimental and mm -hmm. can really play with your mind when you're doing oh, yeah. something like that. So I, I totally understand. I will um, say as well, I have got a massive fear. I should have added that one in actually of dragon's back. Oh, you do. I've got a massive fear of it. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. So how did you manage to do it? Or did, did you do it, but it just, it took you a very long time to do it? Um, I actually only completed Dragon's Back for the first time a couple of months ago because I was so scared. Every time I would get on that platform, I would have a panic attack. I got it was you. that bad. Um, and even doing it is just like the last couple of months it was a hit or miss whether i was actually going to make it the panic attack just kicked in so let me ask you you did the dragons back where um i did that at nuclear at nuclear okay yeah okay so nuclear race i know who they are yeah and they have some great obstacles it's oh, a great do. race hopefully maybe one day i can do it so that's where you did the dragons back so how long did it take you to complete that obstacle as in, like, how long did it take me from the fear to, to completing it? Or well, completing it. From, as soon as you got to that obstacle, from the beginning to the end, how long did it take you? So it would have taken me. I must have been up there and wasted a good 10, 15 minutes yeah. trying to get across that. But, um, now, but now you did it. It took, you, it. it took you 10, 15 minutes, but you did it. So now, yeah. do you still have the same fear or less? That if you were to go we'll back to find out. again, that you know you did it in your mind, you know you did it. That okay, wait, I did this already. I'm not afraid. I can do this. I'm hoping that that's going to be the case. Um, I hope so. 
I, I am hoping. Um, it, I, <sighs> it's okay. She'll come back, guys. The connection right now in the UK is not that good. So, and they're going through a storm right now. So that's why the connection, it, it's freezing. But she'll be back. Let's give her a second. <clears throat> and she's back. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there you go. So you were saying that the only way for you to find out, I guess, is when you go back to that race, nuclear race next year, and you do it. Yeah. But I think you can do it. I think you can I do think it. I, will. I think I'll still hesitate a little bit, but not as long as 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, the reason I'm asking is because I had a fear for it the first time I did it at mm -hmm. the Worlds the, here in Canada. When it went with the first OCR World Championships in Canada and Blue Mountain, we had the Dragons back. I had a feel for it. And, and I, but I did it, but it took me a long time. The following yeah. year, I guess because I did it. So in my head, it was like, wait, I did this. That's not a problem. And I did it. Um, so that's how I overcame it. So I'm sure you're going to do just fine next year. I do. I'm confident in myself. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> um, now what inspires you who what inspires you me? I would say my children okay. awesome um, they inspire me a lot to be honest with you I want I like to uh, they've actually they're into OCR as well so Good. we do a lot of OCR yeah they're part of the OCR boys um, and I just want to show them as well like if you put your mind to something yes you can do it it no matter how big or how small it is if you have the correct mindset and you really want it that badly you will achieve it um so they they are really getting into the OCR scene as well um and yeah they I just love that like them going out and facing something that they aren't sure of or they've been questioning and then seeing them complete it in the joy and like how it actually ends up making them feel as well and they're like yeah. all chuffed with themselves and they believe in themselves and they, it's like it's little things clicking in their head being like oh mommy told us this and you we've know, done it so yeah it would, it would have to be them i take it that they like ocr because they watch their mom they watched you train hard put a lot of time and effort into your training and going out there and succeeding. It doesn't matter what position you finish. The fact yes. that you finish, you cross that line is an accomplishment mm -hmm. that you should be proud of. And yeah. so when they see that, that is a great thing uh, for a kid to see because it motivates them, yeah. you know, and inspires them and they want to do it and they want to follow in the steps and now you, your role has changed. Now you're this, this athlete to them. And so they want to go and do their best. And it's mm -hmm. exciting to see kids, not only when they're at the, at the start of the line, but when they're racing and then when they finish, how they feel. So it's like they, they just accomplished something they've never done before. And I don't, they want to, mommy, I want to go do this again. It's so fun. Exactly. And they meet new friends. 
they do they've got a lovely little community as well all the kids um and Jane Aston have they've seen me um on the ground during races in tears but see me get back up and continue and I think that's important for them to see that kind of moments that it may get really tough and you may think it's going to break you but you get back up and you continue um, so I'm glad they've seen that moment. They've got me up off the ground a couple of times by going, come on, mommy, you've got this. And without yeah. their support as well, maybe some races I would have like get to my mind. But seeing all the kids come together is, is brilliant. Um, yeah. And there's more children now getting into it as well in the UK, which is great to see. The one thing that I also love is because you know, uh, it's important that we, put them into the conversation, bring them into the dialogue, because it seems like, and you can see the whole pivot with kids now, a very young age coming into the sport of OCR, loving it, developing, growing, developing in the sport into these amazing athletes. Yes. It's a beautiful thing for kids to see, not only parents, but to see athletes. Yeah. To show them what hard work can do when you, when you, when, when you put hard work in, when you put that time in, when you put your training into, you know, becoming a good athlete. It's a yeah. good thing for them to see what can, what can come out of that. Mm-hmm. And so oh, it's, it's great that your kids see that in you as well. Yeah. And they've got their own little coach as well now. Is, so is oh, they got coaches. They do. They're actually what? coached um, by Team Grit. Um, you've got Jesse. That's right. Uh, they, that's their coach so it's uh so wow. they're working hard now <laughs> jesse i had jesse on here last year and she she is just she's oh amazing she, she is, is one fierce competitor. lovely she's awesome and she now is. she's she her and sean are the coach look at that yes yeah so that's Ooh, uh, we got athletes coming win. up yeah, they're, it's their first year uh, going competitive next year. So they're in the process of of uh, training hard um, to go to the Spartan Kids World Championships. Look at that. You know what? Congratulations to you. Look at that. Look at your oh, little ones you. are going to the World Championships. Yes. <laughs> you, like, oh, my God. You got your kids now. It is exciting. <laughs> we got to celebrate. <laughs> it's exciting. It truly is. So... Now, what what are some of your best finishes or memorable races? Sorry, I'm just going to plug you in. I'm losing power on the laptop. Um, my best races. Um, I would have to say that this season's actually been pretty pretty good. Um, achievement wise, um, I've managed to gain four um golds in age. It's Spartans and a silver as well. So I'm pretty chuffed with that. As I've been working towards the podium in age category. Congratulations. So away, uh, the 25s to 29s. Look at you. Congratulations. Well deserved. Thank you. So I'm, I'm very chuffed with that. Um, so that would be my one of my biggest achievements. Um and yeah, getting definitely getting to the worlds. I didn't do great at the worlds. But I got there, you know, and that's so a great achievement. Four gold, one silver. Yeah. And these are goals that you had set in place and you achieved them. Yeah. 
congratulations to all those goals that you said big or small it doesn't matter you yeah. achieved it you did it so what are some new goals that you've set in place for yourself for 2022 so for 2022 i'd like gold in the spartan U, uh, regional uk regional series for the age group and yeah. then hopefully um my big goal for 2023 is to then go elite you so, can do it <laughs> yeah you I just do. have to develop Hard work, determination we'll get there exactly um you can do it you will do it i will and i'm gonna have you back on so you can tell me all about it <laughs> that would be great <laughs> but those are some great goals that you're doing and plus the process and the steps that you're taking in order mm -hmm. to get to the elite status and to be able to compete you're doing it correctly you're doing it the way you should be right yeah. and you're developing yourself to be able to uh be able to um handle that type of level and, and compete at that highest level actually is what i should be saying so great for you congratulations and you will do it i know you can thank you what is your what is your fueling and nutrition um before a race I'm not going to lie. I'll be totally honest with you. I have got a bit of issues with my nutrition at the moment. Um, mm. I really struggle when it comes to nutrition. Um, for that reason, I have actually reached out to a health coach to try and get my nutrition sorted. Um, is that's potentially, well, let's be, let's face it. It is the, the reason which is causing a lot of set. So nutrition isn't great but we're in the process of getting it sorted so yeah we'll get there if you if you don't mind me asking you mm -hmm. what is the issue with you listen a lot of people have also issues with nutrition mm -hmm. some don't know some are not educated i wasn't and i had to learn yeah. i had to learn i had to build a new relationship with food to be able mm -hmm. to understand exactly what it is that i need to fuel my body properly so what what are some of the challenges that you face so some of the challenges I face when it comes to nutrition is firstly, um, I'm not getting enough food in me. I'm only roughly getting in about a thousand calories a day. Oh, wow. um, and I'm obviously burning a lot more than that. So for starters, I'm struggling with quite low energy um, sleep's not great in that because of it. Um, I would also say I don't know the correct foods that I should be eating. Gotcha. Um, so I need to get more educated on that. Um, and another problem I've got is I think because I'm so used to having such small amounts of food, I kind of go a couple of days where I could eat okay. Well, okay in my end, but it's not obviously, it's still very low calories. And then I go days with not eating. Um, and if I try and force the food, the food comes back up. So I've got a bit of an issue there just trying to to get that issue sorted really yeah. um I, it's going to take some time because i think i'm going to have to get my body used to eating more um and obviously stretch my stomach and whatnot and yeah it's we are in the process of getting that sorted um it's taken me a while to reach out for help as it's kind of been one of those things that i've kept to myself because it's you know you people think oh because of your positions and because of all the fitness that you do that your nutrition is going to be spot on whereas that isn't the case for me 
Um, and I did hide it, whereas now I think it is important to speak up because, like you say, there's probably other people out there in the same boat as me and, and, and hide it or, and don't know what to do either. Um, so I would definitely say reach out to somebody to, to give you the help if, if that's the case. Um, as yeah. this is potentially what's stopping me from, from gaining some of my goals that I did have set this year yeah. due to, to the nutrition. And don't think it's just you or woman. No, men go through this as well. Yeah, exactly. I've gone through it. I've gone through it, and I've kept it hush hush until mm -hmm. you know when you know with my wife, who now is, takes care of my nutrition. She helped me build a relationship with me, mm -hmm. with food, accepting it, and educating me because I was really ignorant to the whole topic of food especially with feeling nutrition being consistent not thinking you know diet fads is is a temporary thing and so i had to learn the difference of you know what each one was that's out there and then how would how what the roles would be with me and so and then be able to modify and and come up with something that's going to help me so yeah. it's important that you do and you know what like you said you should speak up because People are going to watch this and people are going to resonate with you. They're going to, you know, they're going to relate because there's a lot of people out there, athletes, yeah, exactly. and people are not athletes who are going through this and to hear people's stories like yours, it's going to help. Yeah. And this is the thing, like a lot of people do think, oh, if you're, when you're an athlete, everything's on point, where is it's not, it's yeah. not all the time. And you do need to reach out for help. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at just now with with nutrition. And so you feel like once with you you once you get this rectified and you start feeling the way you should, yeah, um, that that's gonna take you to that level. Yes, definitely. And you're right. You are so right. Yeah, because when I correct that's what's my, holding me back, and the yeah. only way to achieve that goals is by getting. The nutrition sorted because if i don't get that sorted i'm not going to progress i'm going to stay where i am yeah and i i had to do that and it helped thank god it helped and i gotta thank my wife who took care of that for me now sleep sleeping that's mm -hmm. another thing what are some of the challenges with sleep with you um so sleep i tend to still wake up um sometimes during the night um, I am in quite a, a routine. Normally I am in bed at half past nine um, and I am up at six in the morning. So I am actually getting a, a, a good amount of sleep. I'm just not hitting the, the deep sleep um, right now. Um, I think that's due to, to a lot of stress going on in life because um, us as a family, we've had quite a stressful time recently. My, my dad recently passed. So the, the stress of that has, has impacted my sleep a little bit, but I'm not overly concerned about it because it, if you've got that amount of stress going on, it, it is going to affect your sleep. But I do yeah. normally have quite a, a strict routine when it comes to, to sleep. Half past nine in bed and 6 a.m. wake up. You know what? You, and you're right. And that's another issue that I had at sleep. I'd be sleeping late, wake up early, make up in the middle yeah. of the night, stressed. And now, you know, I said, you just mentioned that you, your father passed away. And I said, you know, uh, my condolences to you. And I'm so sorry to hear for your loss. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. And uh, I hope everything. God bless us all. 
Um, but sleep is so important. Along with nutrition, sleep is so important. Your body has to sleep. And you're right. Yeah. You know, sometimes a lot of us, we don't hit that deep sleep, that REM that we should. And mm -hmm. it's something that it doesn't just come overnight. You, of course, yeah. you have to develop. But I, that's something that you should. I mean, your body needs a number of hours to to recover. Exactly. So, yeah, you, that's something that you would need to um, get that fixed. But you know what? You'll get it done. We'll get, we'll get it done. And the thing is, as well, like I have listened to my body this week and I have taken a week off of training because my nutrition's not on point. My sleep's not on point. I'm I'm not going to go and train um, when I'm, I'm just going to end up causing burnout if I continue right now. So I think it's important as well that if you're not, if your body's telling you enough is enough, listen to it. Because my body right now is telling me you don't have the energy to be training. So just take a week out. Yeah. get everything else sorted and then we'll go back it's hard for your body mm -hmm. you know you you set blocks training programs for yeah. yourself to go out and uh and, and hit it and, yeah. and get those gains it's really hard for your body to develop these gains or to get those gains when your body's tired exactly and you're not listening and you're not listening to your body <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of us athletes sometimes forget to listen yeah. to our bodies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got selective hearing. <laughs> That's my problem. It's only something I've recently learned. So, um, yeah, it's it's. I'm now starting to see why they say you have to listen to your body. It makes sense now because I did. So there's been a few times I've hit burnout and it's not good. Um. I, I want to just go back, but for, before we do, um, you hit on something really important, mm -hmm. mental illness. Yes. You talked about it before in the beginning. Mm -hmm. If you don't mind me asking, um, so you were diagnosed with, now, can you explain a little bit of that and yeah. what were the things that were going on that had you be diagnosed with? Yes, yeah, so I was diagnosed with PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, this diagnosis was in 2018. Um, and this was actually after coming out of a relationship that involved um, emotional, physical and mental abuse. Okay. Um, and also there was some stalking involved as well. Um, so with everything that I'd gone through, I, I, I lost myself. I lost myself completely. Like you could have asked me, what do you enjoy? I would have been like, I have no idea. Or what do you like? Like, what's your favorite color? For example, I'd be like, I have no idea. I totally lost myself. Um, and it took me quite a while, to be honest with you, to, to, to get. But when I did, I, I had a counselor. And she, she was brilliant. Um, and they, at first they said to me, we think it's um, depression. And they were wanting to put me on medication. And I says, I don't want to be on any medication because personally for me, I, I don't like taking medication. That's just a personal thing for me. I prefer to talk. Yeah. Um, but when I do talk, it has to kind of be like, when I'm ready if you try to force it out of me it, it's not going to work and yeah. um, so I got referred to counseling sessions um, and that is when they did some some tests and they says well actually 
it's not depression, you're actually on a really high scale of uh, PTSD, which shocked me. And I'll admit at the beginning, I was like, nope, you're speaking rubbish. That's, I definitely don't have that. That's for soldiers, because a lot of people do think it, it's the soldiers that suffer with PTSD and that and um, right. don't realize that um, domestic violence and abuse can actually cause that as well. Um, so it took a long time for me to accept it. It took a very long time for me to speak about it. Um, there was only a couple of members of my family that knew um, about it. I didn't want anyone else knowing because behind closed doors, I was a total different person to who I was outside. So people would never have thought that I, I had that diagnosis um, because I put this front on. I'd make on that everything was absolutely fine and nobody knew. So I was scared when I got that diagnosis that people would think that, oh, that's, that's rubbish. Like there's no way she's got that because they didn't know what was going on. I kept it all very quiet. Yeah. Um, once I'd done my counseling and I had to get my, my, my change my mindset and everything, um, and this is when this is actually the reason as to why, like I said, I started the the OCR competitively and whatnot, um, was to overcome this as I refused to to have that hanging over me and and to, I was not using that as an excuse to be down to to have days on end where there was no motivation or use it as an excuse to stop me from doing something. I wanted to turn that around and be like, I'm not letting that define me. Um, and that is when I actually kind of started telling my story to people because I then realized that I wasn't the only one. There's other people out there which were in the same boat as me that didn't speak out and are shutting themselves behind closed doors and not getting help. Um, and I wanted them to see that if I could fight it and I can I could be where I am today, that they can do it as well. It's not the end of the world that's not the end of your life you have so much more and it person all around mentally physically emotionally it really does make you stronger and I yeah. do believe that um everything happens for a reason some people might think oh what are you on about but I believe now that I went through what I went through in the past to make me a stronger person because exactly. if I didn't go through that I wouldn't be who I am today. Yeah, you've, yeah, you, you said and it exactly. It, it, may, it may sound bizarre, but I'm grateful that that happened because I wouldn't be here. But it's not I bizarre. Be who I am. It's so not no, bizarre. I'm, yeah, it, it's been difficult. Don't get me wrong. It, it took a long time. Um, a lot of emotions and ups and downs and bad days bad good days bad weeks but you come out so much stronger and i can i can say now that i've never been happier you know what that is truly that's deep that is just thank you for sharing that that is wow i mean it's, it's true it's, you never know unless you never know what somebody's going through unless you're walking in their shoes and no. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I thank you for sharing that because that has to be also tough to talk about. Right. And, you know, here we are, we just met and here you are telling me this and I am just blown away from what you went through. But at the same time, like you said, life put obstacles 
in your path for a reason. And yeah. that's to make you stronger. And you, just like you're doing an obstacle race, you got through them, you got to the finish line, you crossed it, and yeah. now you're that much stronger. Yeah. And that's, I just, I just do want to show people that if I can do it, anyone can do it. And if anyone ever wanted to chat, I'd always be there because I, I know what it's like. I know what it can be like to keep this big secret and getting help was the best thing that I'd done. Um, and then obviously change your mindset as well, because and it, it really does bring you far. You know, also thank you for sharing again, because for everybody that's listening and watching, I come from a world where when you were either diagnosed or you were going through something, you kept it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I come from a hush-hush world. You don't talk about it. Nobody needs to know. Nobody cares. Uh, but the world has changed. Mm-hmm. And these there's so many things that are going on in life, especially with what you went through and and so many other mental illnesses that we need to talk about it because we need to help each other. We need to lift each other. We need to inform each other so we can grow. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not going to, we're not doing ourselves any good. If we're keeping these things to ourselves, the only way that we can learn from each other. No, is you're very right. It. Yeah. You all, always talk about it. Um, it took me three years to talk about it, but once I did, the first couple of times speaking about it, it made me feel very uncomfortable. But yeah. now I am happy to talk about it um, because it will help someone else. And it will also show people that they're not alone. Also, you mentioned, I mean, as much as I want to get away from this topic, but it's so important to talk about. Yeah. You mentioned something really important. Yes, there are medications out there that you can take for whatever it is that somebody is going through. But you mentioned something that is so dear to me, that is so true. And that's talking about it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't need medication to help you with something. Sometimes, like you said, when you're ready and you're ready to talk, talking, communicating, having that person to actually listen and not just be there because I could talk to a wall. Yeah. But to have somebody there listen to you and not judge you and listen to you and communicate and be able to talk through it can actually be the best medication to get through something. Yeah, I've never taken the the medication because I do feel like talking and getting out exercising as well was the best medicine you could have. And now you have OCR. Now you have this new passion. Now you have a goal in life. Exactly. You have the kids and you have this goal, which is also making you stronger so you can be stronger for them. Yeah. And they need their mom to be strong. Yeah, exactly. They do. If they see you happy, they will be happy. Yeah. So uh, to me, it seems like God has blessed you with OCR. Oh, 100%. Yes. It is a big part. part Welcome. Welcome to the community. It's so good to have you. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) But you're laughing now. Look at you. I mean, a lot has changed now. Like when you look in the mirror now, you're happy. You're smiling. You are where you want to be. Yeah, I am. That is truly beautiful. So now, if people wanted to reach out to you and not only Mm -hmm. ask you about your nutrition, your fueling, your races, who you are 
but if they also wanted to talk about these topics with you, how can they reach you? Where can they go? They can easily contact me either through my Instagram page. Um, I've got Facebook as well. If anyone was ever to send me a message, I'd happily be there for them. Just have someone to, to talk to. Or if you wanted to speak to somebody that's been through what you've been like going through that has an understanding, like I would never turn anyone away. I'll always be there for anyone that wants some form of support. What is your, so what is your Instagram handle and your Facebook uh, name so they can reach out to you? Um, so the Instagram is Naomi Mitchell OCR and my Facebook's just Naomi Mitchell. There you go. Now, Naomi, the spelling of your first name is different. So it's N-A-O-M-double-I. Double I, yes. There you go, people. <laughs> um, so... Also, we talked about this in the beginning before we got started. So you are an ambassador to a number of brands. I am. Care care to talk about it and share? Because I'm sure that they'd love to hear this. Yeah, that's fine. So um, I'm with SOS Hydration, which is an electrolyte company. Um, They're absolutely brilliant. I've struggled um, with other brands before like I found that sometimes they the water like if you add some electrolytes they can tend to be a bit like slimy like a bit of a slimy texture which has always put me off whereas SOS hydration isn't like that which I love um and they've got some great flavors as well and they even do um little hydration sachets for kids as well which is brilliant and uh yeah so you can use the electrolytes not just for for fitness um but you can use it for illnesses um if you're traveling um all sorts uh which is is one of our daily daily masks we're always on the sos um and i'm also with leaf organic cbd um it's a cbd oil they do lots of different ranges as well they've got the oils they've got the teas they've got uh muscle rub creams and oils and they're a great brand as well um since taking cbd myself i do feel like my recovery is massively improved and my recovery is pretty quick um even after doing like trifecta weekends the next day i'm absolutely fine i have no pain (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's definitely working. (laughs) I know. Um, So, no, I'm I'm with them two companies. They're really, really great. Um, Again, on my Instagram, there's a link below that uh, you can receive some discount codes as well for them. Right, on Linktree. Yes, on Linktree. That's right. So, everybody, go out there and, uh, you know, check out her, uh, her link in her bio. Yeah, and if they want any more information on it, they can send me a message as well. Listen, so before we go, I want to play a game with you, okay? Okay. So I'm going to ask you five quick questions. I need you to answer them quick, as quickly as possible. Okay. Whatever's in your head. Okay. Favorite food or drink? Um, rice and tuna. <laughs> sure, no problem. <laughs> Favorite 80s movie? movie what is it i don't watch tv (laughs) oh you don't watch tv okay so let's take away those two questions so now we only have two left (laughs) favorite favorite ocr distance um 21k 21 oh wow yes 
people usually say five, ten. No, you you're going for no, like, I like the oh long distance. Twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> I was um favorite OCR athlete. Oh, Ryan Aikens. Okay. Uh favorite female OCR athlete. Oh, you've got me on a tricky one here. Um, I really liked Rebecca Hammond, but she's now out. Yeah. I was gutted about that. Okay, what's another one? Who's another um, one? Oh, go with uh, Lindsay Webster. Oh, her husband? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> sure, it's a great pair they, right they there. They make a great couple, though. They're like the OCR power couple, them too. I love yeah, it. Yeah, they, they, they are a beautiful Canadian couple. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? It has been truly a pleasure having you on um, and, and talking to you, getting to know you. It, it truly is uh, just, and, and thank you for sharing your story. I mean, thank I know that must have been me. hard, but just thank you. Uh, of course, I'm glad you're here and I would like to bring you back on uh, uh, soon so we can talk about your elite status. Definitely. That would be great. Um, now, you also did mention your kids. So um, I don't know if you're aware, but every, uh, this year in April, um, I had uh, a kids uh, for one month. It, um, I highlighted kids for one month uh, worldwide where we, you know, that were, uh, that are, that <laughs> we can't even talk today with this tongue, that they are in the OCR. Okay. And so I would highlight them. And I would have just a number of them um, bring them on and just do a small little interview with them. It'd be nice to have uh, your your twins come on. Yeah, that would be great. I'm sure they'd love that. Good yeah, luck I'm sure to they'd you. love that. <laughs> we, we can do all three of these. Yeah, together. no, that would be lovely. They'd be that would be nice. So you know what? Yeah, that's something that we can talk about. I can. I'll, I'll reach out to you like months before, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, but that would be great. Um, so for everybody that's listening and watching, I hope you guys learned as much as much as I have. If you guys want to reach out to Naomi Mitchell, please go ahead. Um, once again, you want to give them your Instagram handle? Uh, so it's Naomi Mitchell OCR and Naomi spelled with double I. And she's also she also has a fit, uh, Facebook page, so you can reach her out through there. Um, thank you so much. Uh, I wish you all the best. Let's stay in touch. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You take care. You too.